Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We continue our examination of the book of Daniel. I tell you what, folks, this book is uh, becoming more and more important in the life of everybody. Uh, I'll give you a little hint. The end of Daniel, (coughs) in the 12th chapter of Daniel, Daniel uh, is at the end of his life, and he basically says this to God. He says, God, what does all this stuff mean? I've had these dreams. I've had these visions. I've had all these experiences. What is this all about? And God tells him, I want you to seal up this book. In other words, I want you to seal it up, whatever that means. Uh, There's probably a protective element involved with it and that kind of thing. But uh, he says, I want you to seal up this book, and then you're going to sleep with your fathers. In other words, you're going to die. You're going to die. But in the last days, you will rise again. And then he seems to give some understanding that those in the last days will have understanding from this book. And I think that we are actually in those days that we're experiencing this. Uh, you can just sort of look at it uh, just from uh, a commentary point of view, for instance. Uh, uh, there are commentaries. Oh, who's that guy? Matthew, what's his name? They wrote a commentary about 300 years ago. He'd write 1,000 pages on the smallest book in the Bible. Okay, I mean, just voluminous in his writings. Uh, Matthew Henry. and uh, But he wrote very little about Daniel. And the commentators from two or three hundred years ago wrote very little about Daniel. They would write on it, okay? They would comment on it, but very little because they really didn't have understanding. You can see it when you read it. But in the last 50 to 60, 70, 80 years, there has been like an unfolding of what's being said here in the book of Daniel, particularly in relationship to Daniel and uh, Revelation and really the entirety of Scripture. Daniel also helps give us tremendous insight, I think, as to what's happening uh, in our current times, the political, the geopolitical situations of the day, especially related to the Middle East. Because remember, Daniel lived in Babylon. He was born and raised, by the time whatever he was, 15, in uh, Jerusalem, then was captured, was hauled off to Babylon, served there for decades under um, that regime, and then they were conquered by the Medo-Persian Empire. Then he served under them. And so uh, that's all modern-day uh, Iran, Iraq. That's that whole region today. And there's things for us to be to understand here. And so I really encourage you to uh, spend time not only listening to the podcast here, but you know, reading Daniel, meditating upon it. Now, we're in the 7th chapter at the ninth verse, and we read the ninth through the 12th verse yesterday, verses yesterday, and saw that uh, Daniel had kept looking in this dream and in this night vision, and he saw two things in these four verses right here. The first two verses, he saw the Ancient of Days. And then in the last two verses, he kept looking because he kept hearing the sound, the boastful words of that horn that he'd seen that he'd mentioned up in the eighth verse, the, the, the horn that came out of the, the last beast. So let's go back here to verse 9. He says, I kept looking until thrones were set up, and the Ancient of Days took his seat. Okay, then he starts describing <coughs> who the ancient, you know, what the ancient days look like and this kind of thing. But notice this, that thrones were set up. The ancient of days took his seat. Okay, if he had a seat, that means he had a throne. But the ancient of days didn't require a multitude of thrones. 
It's only one throne. So why are there thrones set up? And this is actually a throne room scene because there's thrones here. Okay? More than likely, this is a picture of what we uh, I've talked about here and there in various uh, previous episodes and different things we've talked about. What we see in Psalm 82 and Psalm 110 and in several other places in Scripture of a divine counsel of God that God has a divine counsel. In God's creation, he has a family. He has human beings, and he has divine beings. Okay, And we know uh, some things about some of these divine beings. There's seraphims, there's cherubim, uh, there's angels. Okay, There's also other things. For the most part, we want to associate everything as being angels, and that's not exactly true. There are other divine beings. There are other Elohim. They're described with Hebrew as Elohim. And you say, but isn't that the Hebrew word for God? Well, it is. Uh, God is Elohim. The divine counsel, those divine beings are Elohim, but they are not God. God, the most high God, is the one and only God, most high God. But he uses a divine counsel. And you see several other examples of that in Scripture. And I think that's what's going on right here. Is these thrones are set up for the divine counsel, and the ancient of days took his seat. And then the Ancient of Days, the Most High God Himself, is described. His vesture was like white snow, and the hair of His head like pure wool. Like just think of this. His vesture, what's a vesture? <laughs> you know what? It's one of those words. It literally means His clothing, His garments. They're totally like white snow. The hair of His head like pure wool, white. His throne was ablaze with flame. <clears throat> Does that mean that his throne literally was on fire? It, it speaks of flame, folks. Its wheels were a burning fire. Now, remember what we've been doing with Daniel all the way through. It's just, just slowly, step by step, just paying attention to what it says, not really trying to draw any conclusions yet or any interpretations yet. We're just observing, right? But when you see this observation, if you've had any other encounters with Scripture, you th think, wait a minute, I've seen things like before this before. Uh, you, you're thinking over in Ezekiel with wheels, okay? There's actually several other places that speak of God sitting on his throne, and this throne has wheels, okay? And they're burning with fire, and the, the throne is ablaze with flames. But wait, there's more. Verse 10, a river of fire was flowing and coming out from before him. So the throne is ablaze with flames. The wheels are burning with fire. There's a river of fire flowing and coming out from before him. That's an interesting thing. Flowing and coming out from before him. So in front of him, something was happening here to where this river of fire was flowing and coming out from within his very presence there. And then all around him, verse 10, thousands upon thousands were attending him, and myriads upon myriads were standing before him. A myriad, a myriad is 10,000 times 10,000, okay? So they just uh, many, 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 uh, <coughs> many, many, many what? It doesn't say. Thousands upon thousands were attending him, and myriads upon myriads were standing before him. Uh, is it people? Is it other Elohim? Is it angels? Well, it doesn't say. It just says that there's a large number of them. The court sat, and the books were open. Well, whoa, 
There we go. <laughs> that gives us interpretation, does it not? This is a throne room setting, but it's a courtroom setting. And then you notice that books were opened. Books in the plural. Books. Really important. Pay attention. You'll see throughout Scripture a place where uh, the Lord opens a book or the Lord opens books. Or one place we'll see that there was a book and books. So if you have a book and then and books, that means there's at least a minimum of three books because the first one's singular and the second one's plural. A minimum of three. So it's important to pay attention to this. So here's what's happening. The whole scene is being set. Daniel keeps looking, and the thrones are set up. The Ancient of Days takes his seat, and the Ancient of Days is just brilliant and white and splendor, and all around him is flames. His thrones are ablaze with flames. His wheels on the throne are burning with fire. There's a river of fire flowing and coming out from before him. Ten thousand times ten thousands are standing before him. And this court who had the, the thrones sat down and the books were open. Oh, wow. You're sitting there thinking, something's about to go down here. You're absolutely right. Well, again, my time's up. Again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode.